0: presenting channeling
1: Eric's hour of enlightenment
2: hello one hello all we are so blessed to have awesome speaker, Michelle Gray at um, the healing dash art com. hi Michelle and hi Eric hello
3: Eric's like hi mom love you hi everybody That's- Love you too. All right, guys. I want to wish you all a very
2: happy New Year. I know 2022 has got to be better because I'm very encouraged as a physician. I was talking to Michelle about this, about mm-hmm. Omicron being the end of the pandemic. I mean, it's like with the Spanish flu. You know, we we weren't able to obviously have the technology to determine the different variants, but generally. You know, a virus does not want to kill its host. It has to be something to reproduce in, right? So they tend to mutate to become weaker and weaker so that they're highly transmissible but very weak. And that's what Omicron is like. So I don't know why people are locking down. They need to stop this shit and then, you know, protect mm-hmm. the vulnerable, the elderly, the even compromised, quarantine them, but don't do lockdown. Really, let Mm -hmm. kids, let us get it. It's like a common cold for most people. And um, anyway, the Spanish flu, it ended up getting weaker and weaker and weaker, and it probably turned into something very similar to the common cold, okay? And and it just disappeared um, because the virus does not want to kill its host. Uh, Now, Mm the virus, like smallpox, yeah, they did. They killed them, and that's why it's eradicated. That's one reason it's eradicated, obviously. Uh, But anyway, today... The title of this show is Eric shares how 2022 is the best year to be our original self. I think Eric, every year is a good time to be our original self, but it's so hard to find that state. So, you know, how, you know, how will this, you know, being becoming our original self, how will, well, how will this help us reclaim our power, I guess? Because, you know, we want this to be the best year ever. And to do that, we need to reclaim our power and become our original self.
3: So, Eric, take it away. That, Eric's like, thanks, Mom. Thanks. He's like taking the mic over, like, thanks, Mom. He's got got the mic in his <laughs> hand. Um, he says hi again, everybody. And um, this is something that, you know, uh, Eric, when I first met Eric, one thing that he really pounded into me is, be yourself. Be yourself. Be authentic. Be yourself. And we've all heard this, you know, many times. Just be yourself. If you want to do well, just be yourself. And Eric says, that you is, are truly. What's that? Yeah. Be you and
2: own it. Exactly. Yes.
3: Yes. Be you and own it. And so I asked him on um, the other day when we were talking about starting off for the new year. I said, What do you want to talk about? What do you want to say? And he says. Let's talk about the original self and why it's important. And what he said to me, which makes complete sense to me, is he says, um, it's like, you know, guys, right now in particular, he says, we're going through deconstructing the world, basically. We're deconstructing all of the different, um, like our medical system, our pharmaceutical, our financial Thank system. You banking. Everything is changing. And so he says, and what we're seeing is he goes, let's look back at the last two years. And what we've seen is we've seen people work from home. We've seen people rethink how they are in the world. We've seen people come together with their families. And a lot of people have made changes, changes to their jobs, changes to their living. He says, and so this year, He says, it's one step further, and many are already well on their way to this. What are you doing in this world that comes from your natural self, from your natural talents and abilities? Because we're moving forward, and he says, universally supported, energetically supported is what you're giving from yourself to the world. So what you came here naturally to do, what you're good at, and he says that's being supported because he says we're all moving into the society that is about what we give what we give into the world how do we serve how do we share into the world in no matter what way that we do that and so he said you know the original self like what exactly is that what exactly do you do you mean by that eric and he says um the original self he says guys think about the identities that you get over your lifetime so, you know, the, um, the things that people tell you, what you learn in school, he says, um, the way that you dress, the jobs that you, that you know people say, you go to school, you get married, or you go to college, you get married, you get a nine-to-five job. He says, all of the identities and everything that comes on to you, he says, well, just like the systems are breaking apart all of these identities on us are breaking apart. And he says that's also part of the spiritual path, the spiritual awakening. It's getting to know what identities or personality don't fit with you anymore. So he's like, and what does this leave you with? He says it can make you feel spiritually naked, and that's an awesome thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> but um, he says that the hard, the hard part is, though, is he says that um a lot of us are not at the place where we're really in that confident spot of what our original self is or what our true self is. And he says, that's part of the journey. And he also says, you know, it makes us very vulnerable. Um, People around us, friends, family, they might look at us and say, you know, you're, you're a little different. You're not, you don't seem like the person that I thought you were. And, and he says, but you know what, you're, you're still you. As you're doing this, you're still you, but you're uncovering your true divine self. So,
2: yes. And um, it's it's amazing how parents and, you know, it's, we don't give enough credit, credit. Siblings also try to mold us into something we're not. And, yes. and society, media, and all that. And so what you're saying, Eric, is we need to strip away all the artificial things that, that is, say this is how you're supposed to be. This is the music you're supposed to like. This is the fashion you're supposed to wear. And bull, I call bullshit on that. No. Strip it away. Figure out what's coming from you, what's coming from externally, and figure out how to be your authentic self. And I think that, you know, the one positive thing about COVID, the pandemic, is we've had time to reflect, and a lot of us have time. I always work from home. To work from home, and we realize, hey, this is good. I don't want to go back to my nine to five job. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a business for myself. I'm gonna become an entrepreneur. Or a lot of people have said, I don't want to live live in this hellhole. I can work from home, so I'm gonna go up to the mountains and live in, you know, Colorado or whatever. So right. I think a lot of that is happening. And is this Eric part of the age of Aquarius? sort of like the indigos yes. are breaking down the old and the rainbows yes. and the crystals are rebuilding an a, a, a awakened society as part of the Aquarius age?
3: Yes, because he says um, a lot of folks that are listening right now and that are feeling this and feeling this um, sense that they have not belonged, they, ha- they have not fit in with the way that society has molded them. As he says, because you came here to be yourself, you came here to expose that truth for yourself, and then to set that example for others. And he says it, you know. And it often, you may be the person that has felt either manipulated um, or, or felt a lot of pressure in trying to be this somebody that you're not. But he says uh, what's really important, though, is also to identify how how do we start to do this. And he says, now this is a process that we're on and we naturally uncover who we really are by following our spiritual path. But he says, you know, how to really dig deeper into this this year is he says, boundaries, guys, boundaries. He says, know what you believe in, question what you believe in, be okay with what you believe in as being something that can change as well because this is ever-changing. You're peeling off many layers of that onion. So be okay with that changing. But he says, also, don't hold on to guilt and be okay to saying no to other people. He says that's number one. He says, if you've always been agreeable, if you've always been the person that has gone along with what other people have told you to do, but inside you've said, no, I don't want to do this. This isn't me. Because be okay with saying no and be okay with other people not being okay with that. And he also says... um, the other thing is to to help really find your true self, as he says, go back to the original you that you can remember. He says, can you remember what had meaning for you years ago? Can you remember what you li- used to like to play or fantasize about when you were a child? He yeah, says, what makes your heart? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And he did this with me because um, when I was really trying to uncover direction, and he did an exercise with me, and he says, close your eyes and go back to a time when you were a child. And he took me back to when I was six years old, and he says, what did you like to play the most? And I said, well, I used to like to play teacher. I loved playing teacher. Oh. And, and he had said to me, he says, well, what, why? He goes, what did it give you? And I said, I don't know. I said, I didn't think about why. It just felt right to me. It just felt like it was me. And he says, and that's wow. the thing, it, it does you don't have to understand why. You don't have to figure out all the reasons why it's there. It's part of your nature. And so he says, if you go back to childhood and think about the games that you played, the the positions that you like to play in the games, what was the role when you played house? Who who was the person that you wanted to be? Did you want to be the teacher? Ah. Did you like being the artist? Did you like being the one that took care of everybody? He's like Think, think about those types of things when you had no other cares in the world, when there wasn't that yeah. subject of all of the pressure on top of you. Because he says when you do Did that. Like he, doctor'
2: like to play doctor? You kidding?
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I actually, mean, I like healer. to a doctor oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly that's exactly it. And he says so when you get to know that, spend the time to know that. So he says sit down and write about it, uh, go into meditation, visualize about it. And he says, and remember that the more you do that and the more you play with that, the more clear it will become. And the more you're going to start to see that come out in your everyday behaviors and everyday activities. And he goes, what ends up happening is the things that are not you start to stand out like a sore thumb. And when somebody... Ah pushes a behavior on you or an activity or something onto your identity or projects something, he says it's almost like you've got a set of armor on you and it bounces back off because it becomes habit for you to only act in accordance with your true self in everything that you do. And he says so it's an ongoing process, but he says this is the time for it because this is what's going to lead you more and more to the opportunities to the people, to the places, and to the things that are aligned with you because it's meant to be this way. And he says, and, Mom, you're exactly right. This is what Age of Aquarius is bringing out for people. Good. Alignment. Alignment
2: with Alignment. others with, and mm-hmm. so forth. And uh, I was just wondering um, if other lives, if, you know, we live lives, obviously, past, future, present, do they alter in any way who you really are authentically? I mean, just based on the experiences? Or
3: is there just this native you, regardless of the experiences well, he, from God? He says the, the innate you is, is the divine part of you. So he says okay. um, there may be some things from other lifetimes that can affect your personality um but he so, says it's the innate the innate parts of you it's the divine self that you're pulling through i i see so basically
2: i mean i think it's so important to ask yourself to, to ask is this coming from my intuition my inner compass mm-hmm. uh this trait or this this ask or whatever or is it coming from external some external compass whether it's mm-hmm. a person or a group or society etc and so, how do we best mm-hmm. do that? I mean, it feels different to me when something is my intuition. It feels like real. It feels absolute. It's mm-hmm. like weird in my chest that I get when I when I feel the truth. So, can you help us navigate that here?
3: Yeah, he says that um, the best way to do these types of things is he says make an exercise out of it. So he says, you know, if you're having a decision to make or um, anything that you are choosing that you're unsure about, as he says, hold it out in front of you. He says, really, take the decision, the idea, whatever it is, and he says, actually, put yourself into it. Visualize yourself into that and see how it fits because we are feeling beings. And so he says, just like what you said, Mom, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it Reject or you're going to feel it settle. And he says, get to know that feeling within yourself. Get to know how that feels. And he goes, if you want to practice with it, take things that you already feel really good about. Take things that you already really enjoy and sit in that enjoyment and feel that, and then take something else that you reject, that you don't know or you don't like. And he says, and then put that within you and see it. I did this. How does this feel? Get to know the differences and feelings. And he says, and make it fun because he says, guys, this doesn't have to be all serious. This doesn't have to be something that you know we're we're really focused and serious into. He says, have fun with it. Play with it. He says, allow the the littlest of things. It doesn't have to be like waiting for some big event to come to practice with this. He goes practice at the grocery store. He goes practice with. Uh, do I like this soup or do I like this soup? He says, oh. "Practice with this, these. What these choices? What feels more like me? Am I eating the oatmeal cookie because somebody told me I like it, or do I really like chocolate chip?" He says, "So play with these I types like of things." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But he says, okay. "He says, play with it. Oh,
2: go ahead. Have fun with it." Well, speaking of fun, you know, children always know how to have fun. Is uh, is there some sort of fun exercise we can uh, guide our children through for the same purpose of, of helping them distinguish intuition from external influence?
3: Well, he says, first of all, the, the, the best thing that you can do is, he says, be be an example for your children. So do it with your of children. Course. He says, practice it yourself so that... You're able to then show your children, but he says, allow your children to decide for themselves. So the best thing that you could do, he says, as a parent, is to give your child options. So he says, rather than say, this is what I want you to do, or he goes right from little, this is what I want you to wear. He goes, lay out when they're, when they're little, when they're just babies and walking, lay out two sets of clothing. Lay out two different colors. Would you like this one, That's or would you like thing. this one? He must have read
2: my books because in hearing is believing, um, how words yeah. can make or break our children, our kids, or whatever. And yeah. also uh, raising raising children to think for themselves. One of the one of the things is to give them a choice, and I did that with my children because yeah. you know yeah. I always he, argue about what they ate for breakfast, but I, I would instead of you know I would just say. What would you like today, uh, cereal or eggs and bacon? Yeah. I would say bags and – I don't know what it is. Begs and the bags and,
3: <laughs> Begs and okay, bacon. What's just... a bags <laughs> and – and bacon. He says, he goes, is yeah, He goes, you, you know what you're talking about. He says, yeah. He goes, that's right. You know what you're talking
2: it's about. It gives them power, and it also gives them the opportunity to exercise. Well, what do I really like? And maybe it's not of the right. above. you know? Yeah. That's right that's right, because he
3: says that it helps it, it helps your kids feel responsible for their decisions and gives them that choice that they're taking that um, having confidence in what they're choosing for themselves. And he says, and this is the thing because when he goes in talking about power, and he says, in reclaiming your power, is when somebody else tells you what you're going to do and somebody else tells you what's best for you and you grow up with taking that in and becoming an adult then you start to lean on or become very codependent on other people making that decision and you're giving your power away in many other circumstances as well by habit, he says. So he says when you give a child a choice and you allow them to build that confidence they have no problem in choosing because they're learning to choose what they prefer. They're learning to take that thought pattern, to to make those choices. And so he says it's a very healthy thing to do to allow them to um, naturally build on that themselves.
2: Yeah, this reminds me of, and I don't know why, but anyway, we were driving with the kids, and it was kind of late at night. I don't know where we were going from or to. Well, I think we were going home. But anyway, so uh, talk radio was on. because, of course, I love that. Anyway, so <laughs> there was a debate between a woman and a guy for some political office that, you know, there was some election. And the woman uh, was a former prostitute or stripper or probably both. And so we were listening and it was really fascinating. And the woman had so many amazing things to say. And so we saw mm-hmm. Eric was, and all the kids were asleep, but Eric kind of, you know, stirs a little bit and says, I agree with the whore! And then went back to sleep again. <laughs> so that is on a repeat list, man. I agree with the whore! <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. God me now. You're going to me out of your lives. It's fine. Anyway, the truth so knowing who you yes. really are and accepting yes. it, embracing it, Doing it is so important to people. Now, yes. what prevents... And also, you know, it, it, you get, you know, a, a, a flack from other people say, wait, no, I told you you need to be a lawyer, or I told you it. Screw them, okay? What, what's the worst that can happen if they disagree with you and give you this, this, this flack, this, you know, making you... Trying to make you feel bad about yourself. We're eternal beings, Okay? What the hell is the worst that can happen?
3: We're eternal beings. That's right. So it's okay. That's right. And and Eric says all going to be okay. He says, you know, practice, practice saying no firmly. You can say no firmly with loving kindness in your heart. You can feel safe and secure the more you practice claiming your truth. And he says, because, you know, your true values, your wants and needs are your own. And he says, and you will teach that to other people as well. So it's extremely important. And he says, and you know what? Chances are, he goes, somebody may not be happy with your decisions in the beginning, but he says, you'll notice that a lot of relationships will transform when you start to take your power back. Right.
2: You are your own sovereign power. You
3: alone
2: have complete sovereignty sovereignty over your energy. No one can access or interfere or claim any part of your energy without your permission. So just remember that. That's right. And um and so um there's one thing I was gonna say before I segue into this, but um so what prevents some people from struggling to find their um their authentic self?
3: Why is it so hard for some? Um, Eric says it can stem from different things, but um, he says sometimes it comes from codependency, um, fear of failure. Um, he says it, it depends on what the situation is. Um, he says you know, uh, depending on what your circumstances in life, sometimes people become confused about why they're here. Um, they can become confused and and who they are in the first place. So, if they're not identifying with something, cuz he says it's one thing to identify with something that's not you, but what if you're not identifying with anything? So, it depends on what your circumstances. Yeah. But he says a lot of it yeah. comes from codependence. It's it's the core.
2: Yeah. That's too bad. Okay, so um does it help to through a medium or past life regression or between life regression? to to find out
3: what your spiritual mission is, do you think that would help? Hmm. Eric says yes, but he says, you know, you're not always going to get the answers that you think you're going to look for when you do this. He says, so remember, when you're going to see somebody, go in with an open mind and it's almost like he says, you're going to get signposts. And so um, sometimes it'll be more clear than others. He says it depends on what your path is as well, because he says it's uh, our, meaning spirit. He says it's it's our goal to help you discover that path yourself. So it's not always Uh. going to be that black and white answer, because he says part of that journey is in that discovery. He says part of that is not just the end result, but it's that, that process of creation and discovery that is really where we create that confidence. He says it's going through those steps because especially when you're really trying to find your authentic self and you're maybe in a place where you've had your power taken away and you've not felt empowered throughout your life, that actual process of discovering that is what builds that confidence, that healing, he says, in that solar plexus area and that healing in the sacral area, he says, that's rooting that confidence in yourself and that wouldn't be the same if it was just handed to you. Oh, yeah, that's true. You to, you know, no pain, no gain,
2: basically. Um, some of the techniques I like to use uh, when I'm dealing with people that try to talk me out of being my authentic self is, you know, the uh, basically the sandwich technique. So you have something positive. Yes, I, I, I acknowledge your point. However, and then this is not who I am, And then end off in a positive note, but I really like who you are. Or whatever. I mean, sandwich. Mm -hmm. It's positive, Mm -hmm. negative, not positive. And also, I like to imagine myself with, you know, a a plexiglass plate in front of me. And all these horrible Mm -hmm. things people say, blink, blink, blink. They just don't have any access to my energy. That's exactly right. Act like a reporter, where I'm de- 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 kind of detached from the horrible things they say, and I'm like yes. taking notes, like oh, I'm curious that you would think such a thing, or you know, oh, interesting, and
3: you know that sort of detachment. Oh like that is exactly said, right. You know, with kids, There's, what you know, I Eric say said. Those are really good techniques.
2: And then hearing and believing the book. One of the things I do is. Use the nevertheless technique. It's like when a kid is whining. Up, but there's a, yes, i understand. nevertheless, you're grounded. <laughs> Never less, nevertheless, nevertheless, and nevertheless, and nevertheless, and keep doing that. Nevertheless is a great underused word. And
3: that's all. Yes. I'm going to use that word. I'm going to practice that word a little bit more. Nevertheless. hope my kids aren't listening. I have a um. <laughs>
2: nevertheless, you cannot take the car for,
3: you know, two weeks or whatever. Exactly. Um, But, no, Eric just said that um, the other thing is, too, is he says, Mom, remember, um, everybody, the things that are being said to you and projected onto you, he says, they're never about you. Truly never about you.
2: That is so true. It's about them. And you cannot be responsible for somebody else's reaction you can only and their emotions etc you can only be responsible for how you react to them that's it that's
3: right are you ready to take and not no
2: that's
3: a big that's a big one i was just going to say that for me that was a a deal breaker for me is when not only i understood that but i actually employed that into what i was doing is when i understood that other people's reactions and what they project at me has nothing to do with me and who am I to take responsibility and take that away from them and take it on. And and that's a really – it's really a big thing for all of us. And Eric just says it's, it's important for us to remember that and to continue to remember that because we can't stop other people from saying and doing things.
2: Exactly. But a lot of people say, well, I don't want to, you know, hurt their feelings. Down. You have to have faith that people are going to be okay. They are also internal beings, okay? Faith mm-hmm. in the naysayers to be okay. That's right. You, that's, that's right. Boundary,
3: okay? It's okay. That's right. They have to go, uh, take callers? Yeah, Eric's rubbing his hands together, and he says, let's go, Mom. He goes, 2022, let's go. All right.
2: I don't know what this hand raising is, I'm not sure. All right. Okay, so we have somebody from the 212 area code. Hi. Go.
1: Hi. Hello. This is Bryn from New York City. Bryn, oh, the artist.
2: Hmm. Hi. How are you doing, Bryn?
1: Uh, uh, Happy New Year. Uh, oh, sorry,
2: sorry, guys. I'm, I have to use my cell phone because the direct connection works, so the, 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 it might okay. be terrible. But I'm sorry. Go <laughs> Brent. I've had a bit of a
1: cold lately, but I'm feeling a little better.
4: Um,
1: oh, it's okay. Uh, I just want to. I, I want to ask Eric. Is this year for me more about inner progress versus outer progress?
2: Ooh, what oh, what a great question! hmm mm-hmm.
3: Eric saying, "Hey, Bryn," and of course, I'm saying, "Hi, Bryn." It's so uh, nice. Happy New Year! Nice to hear your happy voice. Year. Yeah. Um, Same Eric says yes, and he goes, and you know what? He says this is about freedom for you. For you. Because this year is about freedom and about you creating your own happiness on the inside. Okay. So is it is it, so any that, practical steps?
1: Will that manifest in the outside, or is it just
3: all inner? Oh, no. like a- he says, He says no, this is, it's all from the inside. So he says, what you're doing is your theme is about freedom. And so yeah. how you're doing that is he says, you know, there's some, some steps that you're walking through right now. And he says, and some things that are not easy, he says, in the mind, because this really is about freedom from the mind. And he mm. says that you are so close to having your reality, um, because he says you have a feeling of being trapped in many ways. And yeah. he says, so this is, this is uh, about you being able to connect with yourself on the inside. And he says, and it's really working through with the tools that you have to be able to let go of, and he says, uh, some of the self-sabotage, some of the okay. sabotage of, of the circumstances. Because he says, yes, there are some circumstances that have happened and have gone on that can look a certain way. But he says, it's really important for you to take your mind, your thoughts and your feeling and see it on the lighter side of things to keep that momentum going. And he says, because what's happening is he says, you've got a lot of great things that have been manifested and created. And he says, so really, This is about you allowing some freedom within you so you can allow these things to come into your life. Mm -hmm. And he says, I know it's easier said than done, but he says it's really about practice and checking with yourself. And, you know, when you feel down, when you feel low, he says go ahead and allow yourself to have those moments, but then look to the next best thing. Look to the lighter side of every situation and focus on it in that way. So that you can okay. get that momentum going for yourself to feel better.
2: Yeah. Uh, All right. His art—that is that a, a way to 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 work on the inner stuff?
3: Yes, he says that um, his art, um, his connection with spirit. Uh, Eric also says that meditation would be extremely beneficial beneficial for him right. as well. Yeah, yeah. I do
1: that. Yeah. I'm yep. do more of that. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And, uh, Thanks,
3: Bryn. Let's
2: see. All right. Let's see. We, we have somebody from the 303 error code. Hey there. What's up?
4: Hi. This is Christine. How are you? Christine. Hi, how Christine? are you? Hi. What's I'm doing for? well. Happy New Year.
2: Happy New
3: Year. Happy New Year.
4: <laughs> that was a great, great, great channeling. I was, I really enjoyed that. Um, so, keeping with the theme, um, I keep finding myself returning to a relationship that I keep trying to get out of, and I'm wondering how that is moving me towards my authentic self or what my soul is wanting from this. That's a great question.
3: Eric says that um, part of what, um, and he says it, it what holds you back in some ways is your soul wants to let go of fear. Um, are you in a relationship right now?
4: Um, I'm in and out of this relationship, but we keep kind of being drawn back to each other, and my mind tells you know, me I- that it's that not what I want. What's that?
3: Yeah. With, because what Eric says is that your, your soul and your higher self is trying to help you with direction right now. Um, and there's a, a part of you that feels safe in this relationship. And he says, and there's a fear, and part of that fear comes to safety and having identity with this person. And he says that there is something there that has drawn you back and forth, but he says, You already said it. You know that it's something that's not quite good for you. Right. So he says, you know, he says that there is success when it comes to relationship for you, but it has to come into your life in the way that you want it to be more authentic to you has to do with you choosing more authentically for what you want right now.
4: Okay. Perfect. Does okay, so
3: why, why is she drawn back
2: to the same relationship? Is, is it a past life thing or yes, a special yes, there, is. These but.
3: there There is. Um, um, Eric says that there is um, more than one lifetime where they have been connected. Um, yeah, but okay. he says that their, their cycle has outgrown itself. Okay, because he says that once you get into fear, it starts to get into a get into a new cycle. So uh, he says it has outgrown itself, and he, you know, he's not saying this would definitely happen. But what I'm going to say is is that he gives the sense that to walk away, to choose what's best for yourself is if, if something were to come back together in the new energy, it would be very different. But right. to stand up and and walk forward on your own without fear, knowing it's going to be okay no matter what. It's what's going to give yes. you more power within yourself.
4: That's good. That makes sense. All right. Thank, well, thank
3: you. you. Yeah. Thanks, Christine.
2: Thanks,
0: you guys. Have a great one. Thank thank bye. You, you too. You too.
2: All right. Got somebody from the 786 area code. Hi there. How you doing? 786 area code. Are you there? Okay, we'll go to the next one. The 817 area code. Hi there, how you doing? Hello. Hi, 817, is that (laughs)
0: Dallas? Yes, how are you? Okay.
2: (laughs) Hi, what's your name? How can we help you?
0: Hi, this is AC Lee.
2: Um,
0: Okay, I'm kind of a little, I'm a little lost. Well, not little, a lot. Um, I have, well, first, um, the job, I, I thought I was going to change jobs, I applied to a job, and I didn't get it. Then I'm having issues at home with, um, my marriage. <laughs> so it's like everything is, it's, it's coming sure back more. to, well, what's my purpose on all of this? I, I Help others but I don't see anything returning so, so
3: Eric what he do, do right now Well Eric says that you know you're you're in a cycle right now because he says that there's new connections coming in for you. so he says there's opportunity and he says that this is connected to your purpose um, people that you're connecting with coming into your life so I don't know if there's something else another opportunity that you're aware of that you may have a choice at when it comes to your work. But he said this is mm-hmm. part of what you're doing. So he says there's more support coming in. Um, he also says that w- within your marriage, um, he keeps saying cycle. It's within a cycle. So um, it, you must have gone through, like, do you seem to go through the same cycle in your marriage right now? Like a yes. same it's type of situation? Difficult. Yes. Yes. So he said that what's happening for you, because part of changing the cycle is going to be you being able to step into this new energy for yourself. You are very service orientated. Like you've got a very, um, are you a healer?
4: Mm.
3: Not that I know of.
0: Uh, That's another thing. I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing something else. I'm not sure. Hmm.
3: So the, Eric says that you have a healer's energy, like you've got that, that care, that, that service. So he said to, um, to start to explore um, what because he's saying right back to what we talked about today. If you could do something that you didn't, you don't have to worry about how it would happen or how you would do it some memory when you felt really good something that you would really enjoy doing because he says it's about changing the energy around you to start to get inspiration coming in because that's going to help there's he keeps saying new people new people coming in that you're connecting with and this is going to help change up that cycle and it's going to help your marriage as well oh, oh yeah. scalar so work, work would help too scalar work would help too What's
2: that?
0: Okay, I did Gaylor no. on my husband. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I I I don't see any change yet.
2: Wait, did no. you, did, What did you do on your husband?
0: I did the um the one for um oh my gosh. Lord,
2: wait, wait. Uh, yeah, but it's okay, because you might not want to divulge it, for did you. You ever do, Right. did you ever do the energy repair protection enhancement, otherwise known as super affordable work for the increased probation on the whole household? I did
0: that one, yes. I did that so one, so and then I did, yes.
2: Wait, did you do it before or after mid-October? Because we have added seven different things. To that, you know, I like the ISO, uh, 2.0. Yeah. Um, it
3: might have been, that, been before,
2: know, okay. So maybe you need to consider the tune-up. It's much cheaper, it's, and it gets, it's, every, yeah, tracts oceans mm-hmm. in every household member. It gets, it cuts all ancestral DNA in every household member. It clears out old karma. It retrieves lost soul fragments and reintegrates them. It just does a whole bunch of shit. Um, that is... now. Really I remember. Helpful. I
0: did the addiction, addiction one. Addiction.
2: The addiction one. Yeah. Okay. The, you know, if he has trapped emotions, which is very, and ancestral DNA that needs to be cut, then that will kick in, probably. I don't know. Let's ask Eric. If he does, if you guys did the tune-up, the cheap, the less
3: expensive tune-up on the entire household
1: to release if, the trapped he had-
3: emotions he says yes. And he's also saying, um, so part of this is, is okay. Cause the two of you have a spiritual contract where, um, and I mean, this is something that happens with a lot of us, especially with our relationships, like our, our marriages and partnerships and everything, um, is the energy that changes with you starts to affect the partner's energy and, Oh. This is kind of what's happening. It's already happened on a level, but he's saying that there there's more that could help your husband with the scalar work that's going to help you. It's like you bounce off of each other energetically. He's got his own stuff going on. He has his own stuff, right. but there's unspoken energy that works off of each other. And he says, when you tap into something for yourself, when you have something that you're directed in, towards yourself coming from the inside of you that it's almost like a light switch turns on with him and you're going to see that start to change he says now remember he says it's not something that happens overnight it's keeps going Mm -hmm. back and forth like a little bit of a going up the stairs up the stairs one step at a time but once you get momentum going he says you're gonna notice a very big change it'll be like one of those things where you look back over your shoulder and say wow, I can't believe we were there a year ago.
0: I know. Oh, I wow. feel like, should I keep trying or no? And then, thank you for saying that we have a spiritual contract. That's yes. another thing that I always thought, What well, why? Yes. Why am I? I feel stuck, but I feel like I need to help him. Yes. Okay.
3: You're okay, not, you're not stuck. You know, a, a lot of times, um, Eric had me share this with somebody the other night. A lot of times we don't, you know, ourselves as as doing this work and everything, don't talk about all the different things that we go through in our own relationships and things. And it's not easy. We we all come at these different points that can be but. very challenging. And but, but there's so much growth. We're together for a reason. And mm-hmm. we're often together to work through these difficulties. And we can't do it for each other. But when we do it within ourselves, that energy then reaches out and makes the difference with the other. And when we do the scalar work, it's like having that boost. It's like getting your oil changed and putting in the high-test oil. It just gives it that big yeah. boost. So Can which I should I offer?
2: Just no. yes, go ahead.
3: Well, do the cheap
2: one. I'm telling you, I have seen, here's what I've seen. I've seen people, the two percenters, percent failures, that don't get mm-hmm. any results from the, we works work with increased vibration, now known as the energy repair, protection, enhancement. But when they get the tune-up, pretty much we do the entire thing all over again, but we add seven things. For every household member, even the pet, releasing trapped emotions and clearing those out, cutting all ancestral mm-hmm. DNA, clearing out all mm-hmm. old karma, finding, retrieving, and reintegrating all lost soul fragments. Um, balancing masculine and feminine energies, uh, grounding the person, anchoring the higher self into the energetic body. So those are super powerful. I didn't know to do that. Obviously, I'm learning, just like everybody else is. But the Elohim does that for me, and it's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's just incredible. And then all of a sudden, the person that's, I didn't see anything. They, we do this, and it's just like magic. It's 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 really so beneficial. I can't give any promises but it's the cheapest round and I would not do the addiction thing again or anything like that. You know, I would just go where the money is. The the bang for the buck would be the tune up. <laughs> the E R exactly what Eric up. just said. Eric just said biggest yeah. bang for the buck. Same time you did
3: Alisa. Yeah. That's what he said.
2: Yeah.
3: All right. Good. Okay.
4: Thanks Thank you so much.
2: For you well, we're, we're there for you. I got your back, girl. Thanks. Okay. Uh, 213 Harry Code. Hi there. How you doing?
4: Hello. I'm doing well. Hi, Lisa. I'm glad you're feeling better. And hi, Michelle. Oh, thank you. Hi. hi. Thank you. I, 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 Who is this? um Eric has, this is Lisa from California.
1: Oh, yeah. Eric
4: previously told me that I'm a I'm a healer and my my job um in this lifetime is to heal myself and I've been trying to but I wonder if it's if I'm healing um a past life issue or is it a childhood issue that is most impacting my health now
2: it could be a childhood issue that's is also triggering mm-hmm. an issue past life but what does Eric have to say? I don't yeah. know yeah.
3: um Eric says, yeah, there is a little there is a little bit of past life in there, but he says it's it's like um a trigger, and so he's saying that it's acceptance from childhood acceptance of your experiences, but he also pointing to your throat to like the mm-hmm. thyroid area in your throat area, um so being able to speak, being able to speak up um did you have? Um, and this may not be something you want to share here, but he's just saying that acceptance of of what you experienced. So he says everything is around acceptance right now.
4: Well, the problem is, her, is that my yeah. child there's a big gap. I don't I don't remember a lot of stuff. There's a block. Uh-huh. I, I can't. Okay. I don't. I know that there's there's something, and I I get a sense there was there was some abuse, like sexual abuse. Yeah. But yeah. I have no memory of it. And yes. I don't know how to bring it forward. Um, um, does that Eric have anything said, to do with it?
3: Yes, it does. It does. And Eric said some past life regression
4: would be good yes. for
3: you to to help, to help life bring aggression. some of that forward. Yeah. And current, what about current okay.
2: life regression? Yep. Yep. Oh,
3: yes. 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 Who would I'm you sorry, recommend? I'm sorry,
4: you a current? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, current,
3: current life regression. He says you, you want to tie together because he says that the past life does have something to do with it, but um, to be able to tie the two together, but for you to be able to be regressed back to your childhood to start to pick out some of these instances will give you the opportunity to be able to identify because there's things that he says that um, things that you've experienced as an adult that you could, never really, you could never really see why you felt the way that you did, like where it came from. And So, who can help her with that? Eric, who can help her with that? Does Courtney do that? Because he's saying Courtney. Okay.
2: Courtney okay. at CourtneyDillon.com. Okay. Go for it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you
4: so much, ladies. I won't do that. Thank, thank you. Back.
2: Okay. Bye Bye-bye. You. All right. 262 area
1: code. Hey, what's up? Hey. Hi, this is Michelle. I was wondering if Eric could have my mother come through.
2: What's her first name?
1: Nancy. Let's see how she's doing. Yeah. She died like two years ago. Okay. Let's see
3: Michelle, did did your mom pass away with something in the chest area?
1: See, the thing is, we don't know. All I know is she had oh, a, she had uh, blood clots really bad in her legs, and that's how it started. Oh, sorry. Okay.
2: we on, maybe and what we is don't the know or Huh? And,
1: and
2: where did she die? That helps.
1: Where did she die? At the um, yeah. in the hospice.
3: Where it's up what down something that came from the came from the chest. It's a, and that's how I validate them when they first come in. As I, okay. That's why I'm asking that because um, I'm getting something that came in from the chest. Um,
1: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we we're not sure how you know. All they said was at the end, the last day, that she before she passed, they said she she had cancer. It Didn't make sense. It really didn't make any no sense.
2: Well, you know, (laughs) Um, she create a hyper state and make people get blood clots. It's called perineoplastic syndrome. And those blood clots can, you know, loosen and go to the chest and cause a pulmonary embolus, and that's a
3: very sudden death. Uh, That's
1: probably what happens.
3: Do you, Michelle, do you feel like tickles on your right cheek sometimes? Sometimes. because she's just tickling on the cheek, and she's just saying that she touches you. She touches she? on your teeth. Yes, she does. So oh. she wants to let you know that when you feel that, that's her, and that you can call on her. You can call and, like, ask for her, and she will do that and give you that validation that that's her, that she is okay. there. Um, okay.
1: Can I just ask did he she? Cancer? Go ahead. Yeah. But did
2: she have cancer? I'm sorry, I want to know, did she have cancer, or did she have a pulmonary embolus, or both? Both. Both. She, oh, both. she okay. did
1: have both. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's not uncommon.
1: Is she with yeah, my father? Just, uh, my father and my husband?
2: Say that again? Is yes, she with she my is. father and my husband? Yes, yes, she
3: is. Yes, she is. Oh. Yes, she is. Okay. <laughs> He's also saying that she she sends you music. I think I think more than one sends you music. saying pay, pay attention to music. Um. She also says that thank you thank you for the honor. Thank you for the, what did you do just recently? Did you just do something for her?
1: Um. No, I try to talk to her and thank her and stuff and. Um. Because I just had to talk to her and stuff That's about it
3: She keeps saying thank, thank you for the honor Thank you for the honor Like something that you've done for her To honor her uh,
1: I don't know All I know is I oh, took care yeah. of her the last year I'm the one that well, took the care of her Right there Did she um, think your husband honor.
3: was a handsome man Michelle? Yeah, yeah. Cause She's like she's like, don't you worry about that handsome man <laughs> Don't worry oh. about him. He's
1: doing good. Um, another thing, I've been getting orbs. I have pictures of them in oh, my room. Yes. A yes. lot of yes. them. I yes. have a camera you've in my got, room.
3: You've got quite a little party going on there. Yes. yes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eric's there, too. Oh, really? <laughs> Eric's there, too. Yes. Oh. Yes. And i have so some fun cool. with that because that's going to increase is you're going to be getting them in in a lot of different places around you because they are very present around you. Um, They like to come in together. Um, Sometimes your mom will come in by herself. Sometimes your husband will come in by himself. But your mom often brings your husband in, like they'll come in together. And your dad seems to come, like, right behind them, like he's more quiet.
1: Like That's keep right, coming yes. in
3: behind them, but they, but they do come in together.
1: Oh, thank That's you so much. Thank you. You're Welcome, Michelle,
3: Michelle. Thank, you. You're welcome, thank you for calling. Thanks. Okay.
2: Um, nine one seven area code. Hey there. What's up? Hi. How are you? Yeah, How are you doing? What so we got Hi, here? Man.
4: My name is Ashil.
2: Hi, Ashil. How can
4: we help you, just, darling? I just want to see what's the uh, message for 2022. Do I have to be more specific Correct. or I can just... Um,
3: Eric? Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Let's see. We'll see what, I'll see what Eric has to say here. Hang
4: on. I was more interested in the career, to be honest, with you, or love, whatever.
3: So, um, what help. he's saying to you... Okay, well, I'll tell you what he's saying, and he, he says you can apply this to career and everything. But he says it's really important for you to hold a positive thought, like hold positive thoughts. So I don't know if you're having some trouble, like is 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 a job something that you're having trouble getting right, um, now, right or now, or something right they keep right saying hold hold positive thoughts.
4: Um, right now I'm I'm self-employed. Uh, but I want to do more because I just feel like, you know, it's a new year, I, I'm reflecting, I feel like my life should be in a different place, so I want to do more, you know, be a little more successful. So that's why I have dreams that I want to be more, maybe that's why he's talking about, hold, you know, stay positive.
3: Okay, because he says that this year is about change for you, and he says to bring that change forward, is he says, um, hold positive thoughts. And he says, really, because sometimes... It, the heavier thoughts can sneak in, so he says. It's really important for you to hold what you want, hold the positive thought. Um, he says now there's change that's going to come, m- not in the next two months, but he's showing more towards the end of March, beginning of April.
4: Okay, okay
2: that's good. Mm-hmm. What kind of change? Oh, good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Shil. Good luck. Thank you, Shil. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're back. Eric, help him when you can. He says he's <gasps> on it. Great. Thank All you for right. taking the call. Uh, oh, hi. How are you doing? Hi. So oh, good.
3: Who's this? Um, my name. My name is Dion.
2: Hi, Dion. Hi, Dion.
3: Nice. Um,
2: I did call a couple of months ago and Eric gave me a really good positive reading about my
0: new move. And I am very happy with where I am. Um, my oh. question is
2: about my, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. I was, I was scared and he said, don't judge a book by its cover and he was right because the place I'm renting, it didn't look good on the internet, but it's fantastic. Oh, oh that's great. Oh, <laughs>
3: Um, but with
2: the new apartment became new responsibilities and financial mm-hmm. obligations.
3: And I just started a new online store for my business. Do you see my mm-hmm. finances
4: improve me? Or? Thank you.
3: Yes. I'm very Yes. Excited. He said, yes. He says, yes. He says, it's all part of the process. So he says, you know, you're getting, you're getting help as well. So he says, pay attention to some of the signs that you're getting, um, like numbers. He says, your spirit guides. Eric's waving his hand, so he says, to kind of help you along, but yes, he says, you manifested this ability to be into this apartment, and he says, and you've also manifested the the opportunities and the things that you need to be able to support it, so he says, hold that, just like he was saying to the last guy about holding that thought, he says, it's your job to hold that vibration, that thought, to allow those opportunities to come in, but he says, yes, you're doing good. He says, "Don't worry about it. Awesome. You have manifested Merrick what you need." Are you, are you saying you're one of her spirit guides, or when you tell yes me, or you, not? You must have, you, Dion. You must have asked him to be a spirit guide because he's like waving his hand, like, "I'll take it. I'll take it." Awesome. I am, uh,
2: oh, wow. I love that too. Right. Thank you so much. You're welcome, guys. We gotta close up. I'm so sorry, but. Y'all check out Michelle Gray at thehealingh-art.com. Check out atlantisscaler.com and com. And I love you guys. Bye. I love you, Eric. I love you, you Michelle. Love Bye, you. Love Mama. Bye. I love you.